Hi, and welcome to the Saxophone Academy podcast. We're back! Along with my co-host, Dr. Susan Fancher, we're here to talk about everything saxophone performance practice and some of our favorite saxophone gear. And a huge thanks to our sponsor this week, Key Leaves. Be sure to check the show notes to get a big discount on one of my favorite saxophone products. We'll talk more about in the episode. And if you have a question for the podcast, be sure to reach out, wally at thesaxophoneacademy.com. Hope you enjoy the episode. Where's my coffee? Oh, I tell you. Have you had coffee this morning? I have had coffee, two big old cups of coffee. Like an actual like measured cup or like No mugs. Like mugs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. <laughs> See, as I've gotten older, my tum tums nice. is like one cup and then you're gonna no, have problems. Nice dark roast, but I always put a little bit of sugar and a little bit of milk in it. Oh. Makes it so I can drink it faster, it cools it off. <laughs> <laughs> Just a vehicle for the caffeine. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> hey Sue. Hey Wally. I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. Oh my gosh, right? Were were you running errands for 15 been, months or what's, yes, what's been going on? Yes, I had on? a lot of errands to run. I had to hibernate, put my head in the sand, uh, yeah. meditate. I don't know what the heck I did. Yeah. I tried to survive it, I, I was guess. looking at the news stories. I was like, why isn't Sue coming over? There was a pandemic. Oh yes, there was. But we were so busy practicing. We didn't, no, I'm kidding, obviously. Yeah, some people were. Some people were really good. I saw a lot of Facebook posts that made me feel kind of like a big loser um, but on the other hand, I just couldn't find the motivation to practice when there were no gigs. Yeah. So we actually, um, and this will curtail nicely into our first question. Ah. From, so Because we got questions to, to... Yay, our listeners catch are up the with our, best. They're awesome. Yeah. So, but first, we are back. We've got some incredibly exciting <sighs> things planned. You yes. and I had a... Which is interesting, when, when we were fairly all vaccinated, like one of the first things I was like, well, I we got to get together. We got to talk. Yeah. And you and I had some time to like really readdress what's important in our lives. Yeah. This is a big issue. I think a lot of people have been doing that. Right. Reflecting. Yeah. And I thought, you know, the podcast is one thing I do not, I've quit a lot of things. I don't know if you've yeah. given up stuff as well. Um, Pretty much everything got quitted last year, got but quit. <laughs> can you say it like that? <laughs> passive voice quitting? It yeah. got canceled. Everything got canceled. Yeah. And so I think that there is going to be some serious soul searching as we choose which things to retake mm-hmm. up. You know what I mean? Which things am I going to, eh, maybe I'm not going to do that anymore. I don't know. That's we'll exactly. See. And yeah, so I've cut out tons but one of the things Good. and you and i had coffee and i thought you know this is one thing i miss and this is one thing i don't want to cut out yeah is, i really missed getting together and talking and uh yeah learning about what's going on in the yeah. business and people's questions and thinking about okay we all have struggled with that let's talk about all that right. it's, it's just been really fun and we have the coolest <laughs> community like yeah. i'm so proud of the kind of people we attract or the tolerate me and then come for you, <laughs> tolerate me. And we just get the neatest people. So this was something that the pandemic took us out for a long time. Yeah. Um, and that was actually the first question we need to address was uh, Brian Ballot. His only question was, I put a call out to some students of like, hey, questions for the podcast. His question was, where were y'all? Yeah, <laughs> was, well, yeah, well, there was this virus and, you know, I do a little bit of in-person teaching. I have, you know, a husband and a kid. I didn't want to bring anything that we had picked up somewhere. We mm-hmm. just were doing what we were told to do, which was to social distance and not get together with people not in our households. And not to mention the fact that we were busy trying to manage kids, kids. studying from home, Holy even cow. though mine's yeah. a... 
you know, was a high school senior. She did the entire senior year from home. So I didn't want to just ditch her and take off anyway. Plus there was just the mental situation that we were all in with this stress level and worry. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. It took longer to do everything. Teaching took so many hours and so much brain space. So we just kind of let this go for a while, but it's, it's definitely the first thing I'm getting back on the horse to do is the podcast. The podcast. And yeah, so I felt very much the same way. And when the pandemic hit, it was kind of like, I got to homeschool two kids right now. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because during the, the pandemic, a lot of people, and no offense to anyone, no. thought like, okay, now it's time to start launching online stuff. And it was sure. interesting. You and I already had a foot firmly in the out there online yeah. virtual world, and we both pulled back. Yeah. At least with the podcast. And... Yeah, I felt good about it. And so now it feels like time to come out. And Yeah, uh, I mean, we could have tried to record over Zoom, but we were all doing so much Zoom. That was, yeah. The last thing I wanted to do was subject the good chemistry and fun that mm-hmm. we have together talking to Zoom. Right. <laughs> yeah, and so those are the listeners that don't know. Like, Sue and I have always met in person. We hang out in my studio when we're not hanging out in a coffee shop yeah. together. And we're recording the kind of saxophone nerdy stuff we talk about. <laughs> Geeking out. <laughs> Just anyway. It was funny. Like, hey, we should put microphones on this. So, yeah, yeah. we're back because, yeah, it's not that we didn't think about you guys a lot over the, totally. the pandemic. Yeah. It's just that, like, yeah, I didn't want this to feel like a chore. Yeah. And so now it feels Yay. a joy again. So, Brian, yeah. that's where we was. That's where we was. That's where and we it's were. summer now, so it's a great time to pick back up with this and yes. get off to a real solid start. And then when the school year hits and things oh, are a little boy. crazy, we'll have some momentum and the yeah. habit will be set. And we got some, speaking of the school year starting in new starts. Yay. We're kind of rebooting here and we have something very exciting to announce, but we first have to thank, we have a sponsor. Yes. I think I pronounced that correctly. Sponsor? A sponsor. sponsor. We have a sponsor. Someone is sponsor. willing to put their corporate name attached to us, which oh. is frankly quite flattering. <laughs> so this reboot, <laughs> it's something incredibly exciting, is made possible by a sponsor that I'm going to talk about in just one second. And what this is making possible is our new Saxon Academy commissioning product uh, project. Yeah, where we're going cool. to be building a repertoire for saxophone, multiple genres most likely, but we're starting right out of the gate with a big composer in residence writing pieces. But it's not just for Sue and me. No. Sue and I. It's not for me, so it's not for Sue and me. Sue and me, you're I, right. You always have to object. test that with, yeah. yeah. And now I've ruined the announcement by... by <laughs> the grammar police are it's not for, coming. It is Don't for worry. all of us. So we are commissioning works to build a huge free library of new works... For everyone. Yeah. And the first sponsor that's helping to make this huge commissioning project and our first composer, composer, composer Composer. in residence, (laughs) Jenny Watson, London-based composer. We're going to have much more information next week about that. She's writing a piece and you're going to go to our website. You're going to download it for free and we're all going to be working on amazing music together. Yeah. Uh, We'll talk more about that commissioning project, but this is made possible by Key Leaves. Yay, Key Leaves. One of my favorite companies that I I think is literally the only uh, product I endorse. (laughs) <laughs> it may have something to do with no other products like that's the guy with the fake mustaches and puppets on YouTube <laughs> let's not know but Rulon Brown is maybe one of the smartest people I've met the most thoughtful and he's kind they're based out of Washington State so I've talked about this before on the podcast yeah. and the first product week number one we're just going to talk about the Key Leaves Key Props um, our sponsor makes my favorite and I think one of the most innovative products and you don't have to take my word for it they've won gazillions of awards for these things yeah so soup. What is the biggest problem in the world? The biggest problem in the entire world is that stinking, sticky, low C-sharp key. 
I was actually going to say um, global warming, oh. but now you sound very shallow. Yeah, oh, no. Yeah. In the saxophone world, the well, biggest problem is <laughs> sticky C sharp and G sharp. G sharp, they're connected. they're connected. <laughs> right. So Rulon Brown went into the laboratory. I'm guessing probably the better part of a decade came out with a big shaggy beard, and he came out with the solution because before we were always raking stuff across our keys, trying yep. to get the stickiness off. Uh, powder paper, which is gross because it leaves like baby yeah, powder in, like, and then it mixes with the moisture. It's, it's disgusting. It's not good, yeah. Yeah. Or we rake ugh, dollar bills across our pads. Well, yeah, 20s, but we're too poor to have them. Yeah, but, so yeah. we won. Yeah. And who knows where yeah. that dollar's been? I don't want to know that where that That is a good been. point. Ew. Yeah. Money is filthy. <laughs> you think more about things yeah. like that so after the COVID. <laughs> the, the whole problem that Rulon has said in our sponsor this week has set out to solve is the sticky keys with the key leaves, key props. Yeah. And it does it by opening keys, the ones that stay closed on the saxophone so they can dry. Yeah. Dry keys don't get sticky. Right. And so they stay open to dry. It is a br- Here, hold this, Sue. How squishy is that silicone? Oh, it's really Very nice. Squ- yeah. And yeah, so what that nice allows it to do. It's not going to scratch your horn well, or do scratch. anything weird. It's in this inert silicone. You just stick it. On, it's silicone. So, I mean, it's it, going to last forever. It lasts forever. You're going to put it in the dishwasher. You stick it under the keys. And they're and pretty. I, I've been using it for over two years. And my keys and pads have never been better. They're cool. They're bright green, easy to put in your case. I'm going to put a link in the show notes so you can check them out. And if nothing else, just thank Rulon for sponsoring not only this, um, this commissioning project. Because we are getting works written not for us, but for everybody. So stay tuned for next week. Now, in the pandemic... uh, there have been new products coming out and new products have been delivered to your doorstep. You've got a couple yeah. cool things in, in our, what do we call this segment? <laughs> Great gear segment. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Great gear. What do you want me to start with? Do you want me to start with the Marcus Bonnet uh, case yeah, so that Sue I finally has, got? <laughs> okay. So explain to the listener, what is the Marcus oh, Bonnet case and why did you order alive. it okay. a decade ago? I, it feels like it a lifetime ago. So I was looking for a good double case because I was lugging my soprano and alto to teach. I was lugging it to gigs because I very often end up playing soprano and alto. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So there are a lot of double cases out there, but I was talking to Taiki Azuma. And he told me, oh, I got this great Marcus Bona case. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, okay, that's a good recommendation. I'll just go ahead and order one. Because that's the kind of person I am when my <laughs> friends tell me something's good. You just pull out your credit I card. Just, well, yeah. They, I have never, but here I am, you know, long into my career, and I've never bought a double a double case. So right. you see that I'm just cheap. And I was looking, <laughs> instead of having to, I'm not, well, sometimes I- You can't I, see, listener, but her shoes are held together by duct tape. <laughs> it's very nice duct tape, but yeah. These are really good shoes. Actually, Come those on. are very cool. I'm kidding. <laughs> The duct tape. You are not cheap. (laughs) You're a saxophonist. Right. Well, I look for, you know, I do a lot of research and I look for good stuff. And when I find good stuff, you know, I like to have good, good stuff because it's important, but I've never had a good double case for Mm -hmm. soprano alto. Fine. So Taiki said this thing was good. He does a lot of research. I trusted him. I ordered the (laughs) thing. I found a, a store in Minneapolis that, um, I've, 
when I looked for where to buy one online, that's the store that came up. Okay, like the American fine. dealer, right? Yeah, said it was the American dealer Back for the then, Marcus yeah. Bona cases because it was a lifetime ago. It was like yeah. 10 or 12 years ago, I think now. Or right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so to make a long story short, I order it, I don't know, was it spring or summer 2019? I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. It didn't show up. It didn't show up. I got an email that, oh, hadn't shipped. Oh, they got some stuff from Marcus Bona. My case wasn't in it. Oh. Blah, 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 blah. Christmas came and went. And I thought, I just, it'll be my Christmas present. No, okay, you got to get me something else for Christmas now. Okay, so March 2020, the thing finally shows up. Well, what happened in March 2020, Wally? Oh, a pandemic. You no longer have a need. So I didn't even need the stupid thing. But it was anyway, over a year, right? It was about a year since no, when. No, 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 because I think it was, it was over, over a, a year. year. Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, think you're right. I think it was sometime around Christmas 20. Within that span of time, know. a lot of saxophonists <laughs> will quit playing or lose a finger to a woodworking accident. <laughs> right. No, I mean, sad. not just your teacher. Like, no. this happens. And so, like, I know, a right? year is too long. Yeah, so then but I got the case. And how is the case? So The case is great. Roll. So I, I wasn't really, I was like, ooh, is this case really safe enough to keep my horns in? It has all these adjustable thingies that mm-hmm. Velcro in inside. And by thingies, I mean these kind of hard foam pieces that you can configure. So you can configure the case to, to fit saxophones because I was right. worried, will my saxophones fit? Yes, your saxophones will fit. You can configure this case so they'll fit. So my alto's in there, my soprano's in there. I did bring it to show you. I I showed it to you because I was concerned about how it would fit. Mm. I had it. It's it's very cool. Yeah. Modular. Yeah, and it's light. I mean, it's heavy because it's a soprano and an alto in there. It's as heavy as the two instruments plus a light case. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I don't like to carry super heavy things, and I don't mind taking that case. And so once I did finally go back to teaching in person, outdoors in the fall uh, i lugged both of my horns in that marcus bona case so i did actually get to use it it's great i love so it it's got vert? a yeah not very much sp- space inside for your stuff you can't have a ton of reeds and a ton of extra mouthpieces twizzlers uh no you can't have your twizzlers but uh, there's a big spinners. um zipper pocket on the outside you can put stuff in and also it's big enough that you can fit music in it okay well that is i mean i don't put a lot of music in it because i don't want the case to be super heavy. I, I never learned to read music, but if I did, <laughs> I would want a pocket to put music in. No question. Anyway, it's great. I highly recommend it. But one of our one of our listeners, <laughs> oh yes, rubbed salt in the wound. <laughs> he made a comment on the on the podcast site <laughs> that, oh, just to needle you a little bit, I ordered one from a store in Boston and had it delivered in a week. So anyway, way to pour lemon juice on a paper yeah. cut. But yeah, that's cool that you can get it quick than I got it. And so That's it is awesome. a good case. Just <laughs> it's great. Maybe <laughs> trust the recommendation, but not the dealer. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So if you have to order it from, I don't know, Brazil, where is it from? Brazil, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe don't. <laughs> but the case is cool. The case is great. And I finally got it. And so it's awesome. I feel like a closure. I feel like that was, you know, when your favorite TV right? show is canceled in season uh, one, Oh, uh, it happens to me all the time. Oh, uh, and so this is like closures, like they finally did the movie follow-up. The Marcus yeah. Bonnet case is good. Now, another follow-up, yeah. because you know how much you and I love, not Rose Gold. I keep having to correct the Van Doren artist. So full disclosure, yeah. Sue is a Van Doren artist. Yes, and I always say, I always talk about the Rose but Gold. But it's not. The non-Van Doren artist knows the name that it is. The M.O. ligature. It's pink But gold. here, come on, come on. The French is... Rose 
Duh. It's rose gold in French. That's a that's a anyway. It's a pink gold ligature. Okay, you're not we'll, gonna you're not gonna give me any. We'll get the fact checkers on that. <laughs> ma French is it's, en pew. It's <laughs> so that's why. Oh, is it your high intelligence and education level is why you mispronounce the product of which no, you're an endorsing my artist. My brain scrambles right. different languages together, Wally. <laughs> Mine too, but it's just pig Latin in English. So the the I almost said it now. Not the rose gold. The pink gold. <laughs> Van Doren M.O., we've been a big fan of. Yeah. I've seen them out in the wild. I've been stopped on the street. Someone will just grab me and say, Wally! <laughs> and then they'll show me the pink gold ligature. Okay, by street, it's I, your mean, claim to fame. I mean, I mean the practice rooms in a building where I used to be faculty. <laughs> right, right. Oh, oh, yeah, during pandemic, I quit How my job. How does that feel? Feels just say used to. So good. You're loving that, aren't you? I love and being uh, like. Hey, say a note is yeah, awesome. <laughs> every, every time I would put on a fake mustache or buy Lederhosen or a puppet from Amazon to do highly educational videos, I would think like, I'm going to get fired. Like, you don't get a doctor. And we're gonna get so like, this is very liberating. So yeah. my career is going to get... You can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> well, I did. Well, twice. I know it. Yeah. So the first time didn't take. It was, it was like, sorry, I'm out. And like, hey, your replacement had a family emergency. Can you like, oh, okay. But the, the, the point being, I don't remember the point. Oh, in the street, this- on the wild, back when I was in a college... Uh, practice building area i would get stopped and people would show me their pink gold uh, mo's but now yeah. now van Doren's taking another level tell I us know. about what you Guess have in your what hands happened. so i i ordered some reads recently because i actually am back to practicing regularly and realized i gotta have some reads <laughs> and by ordering you mean van Doren sent over the courier no. with the the pillow with the i wrote to my my dear friends at van Doren and i said I need some reads. Do I have any credit left in my artist fund? <laughs> See, I, when I write Van Dorn, I say, hey, I need some reads. They just send me an Amazon link. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm waiting for the time they do that. Like, Sue, seriously, stop breaking your reads. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so they were really super nice. They sent me the reads I asked for. So I have no excuse not to practice now. Of course, I could go to the store and buy a darn box of mm-hmm. reads. But they sent me the... Optimum ligature for alto saxophone, so not the MO, but the optimum. You know that one that has the three plates that you can interchange? So the one that existed before the MO, they sent one to me in, I almost said rose, pink gold. And it's gorgeous. And so they make it, this is new. I didn't know if it was new or it old because I don't new, pay yeah. attention to stuff like yeah, what's well new and done, what's old. Well done, Van Doren artist I Susan Fancher. I know. I was shame on me. No, it is beautiful. So Sue's holding it in the studio right now. I got to say, know. like, I'm kind of hoping she'll set it down and forget it because it, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. beautiful. So they have it for alto saxophone and B flat clarinet so far. That's it so far. Yeah. So you have to wait on tenor and soprano and Barry and other yeah. clarinets. Sue will take a picture and put it on Instagram. So yeah. I'm, I am bugging Sue to get on Instagram. I know. She's doing. I at least put you know. up a profile picture. And, and fix up my so I have a 17 year old daughter who I she just laughs at me yeah. and I'm trying not to be a boomer and I'm not really a boomer I'm not old enough to really no, be Gen a X. boomer we're Gen X yeah exactly but sometimes you'd think and she's like rolls her eyes at me and helped me very graciously she helped me update my Instagram profile because I only got an Instagram account to follow my daughter because right. she's an artist but I, I do Facebook, but okay, I'll start doing Instagram, fine. Yeah, uh, just full disclosure, Sue, the majority of our listeners are boomers. Oh. Which is why we love them. I love them. Yeah. Well, awesome. Yeah. So, so they're good with Facebook. Yeah. 
Okay, but we but want we the young to, people to know where we are too. So inf- I gotta do Instagram. Inf- yeah, you do. So pop a picture up there. That'll be your okay. homework assignment. Your twenty first. And I'll century. do Facebook for my people, yeah. and I'll do Instagram for all my people who are younger than me. How about that? That sounds like a good plan. It is beautiful. Okay, I'll put a link beautiful. in the show notes. How does yep. it? Wait, now I have to ask you a question. And you're, hey Sue, I'm going to be in trouble. Okay, Wally, what? How does it play? Uh, well, that's funny you should ask because I've been doing a lot of practicing on the soprano lately, and so I haven't yet tried it. Sorry. David Gould, but I will, I promise, I promise I will try it. I'm taking it to Maine with me tomorrow, and I will try it while I'm there, I promise. Yeah, Van Doren, if you want an artist that actually plays your stuff. You could yeah. check with Wally. No, actually, <laughs> I have to, re- I, I'm, I'm making the decision to remain unaffiliated, so I can Yeah, do, that's probably, So I can you make can fun of stuff, because if yeah. we were both artists of something, then we couldn't make fun of it. Like, I think I, we can still make fun of it. Uh, well, you probably shouldn't. No, well, um, some students were asking me about saxophone harnesses, and I fully made fun of the Van oh, Doren you did, harness yeah. because oh. it has the giant V class. <laughs> I was like, the branding's a little heavy. They make great products, you know. They I sure I, do. I love their Blue Box they sure do. Plus. Yeah, great. I know. Uh, I think their branding is a little heavy. I was like, I, I get it. I don't want to be a walking billboard for another company. <laughs> Take the class down or notch Van Doren. I am a walking billboard yeah. for the company, so yeah. Well, they pay your read, so you know. They, yeah. they, they buy me reads. So I have yeah. students who play on Legere. And they were always like, Dr. Fancher, Dr. Fancher, you should try these Legere reads. I said, yeah, I probably should. You sound great. The students, they're yeah. playing them. They sound great. And I'm always like, but you know, um, I'm a Van Doren artist. Yeah, but these are great. And they're not cane, so they'll last and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but I'm a Van Doren artist. Yeah. And, and I've been playing on them a long time. And I really like what I'm playing on. And I don't like to change equipment. Yeah. So and you that's should stick. It. You know when you know yeah. when you do endorse a product and they endorse you, you should. I yeah. do have a friend that is a very well known endorsing artist for a particular mouthpiece, and you can very clearly see lots of videos of this person not playing on, the, on their own signature <laughs> well, mouthpiece. You know, I'm not going to call them out because <laughs> no, don't do that. No, no, of course not. I mean, I don't have to. The video is up there, and everyone but sees it. Yeah. I think Van Doren's happy as long as I say their stuff is great. I don't think if I made fun of it. I'll, I'll have to ask about that. Let's we'll, we'll find out. We'll move on. <laughs> Let's move on. We we desperately need the corporate dollars, my darlings. So we're gonna we're Van Doren, and they're so awesome. Saving the world one reader at a awesome. time. Let's not. So we have a big backlog of questions. Oh Lord, yeah. So we're gonna well, hit, that's good because we need material. Because we're, we're gonna saying do, that we're gonna do a podcast every week now, right? We're we, gonna, oh yes. We're gonna like be reliable. Let's. Okay, let's not dial it up too I mean, much. now I feel okay. stressed. I, I mean, okay, I, sorry. I didn't start the Saxman Academy to have a reliable, you know, like... No, like a, it's just fun. It's gonna but we're going like, to have fun on the podcast every week. Right. Okay. Yeah, so first question. Yes. From George Luna. And George Luna George is... You remember those Dos Equis commercials? Um, the most interesting man in the world? Yeah. George is like that in real life. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Renaissance uh, Professional man. horse rider, writer, what? sailor... Uh, just an interesting person. I've, I've enjoyed getting to know a little bit. So, cool. question. Pardon my ignorance. I'm thrilled you have such luminaries in your life and are willing to share. He's talking about Sue Fancher. Uh, oh, ask about the plasticity in adult learners. Uh, being a teacher of ESL, I've been indoctrinated in the fossilization of parts of our learning centers. Just how much of our cognizant ability have we lost when we turn, say, 60 in learning musicianship? So, let me wallify that question. Yes. <laughs> Can an old dog like Wally learn new tricks, Sue? Yes. Unequivocally. Absolutely. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. No, we've both had... I don't know. I haven't read research on this and maybe I, there was a book he recommended that maybe I'll go take a look at. Yeah. I just, I find that my adult students, they bring a seriousness of purpose to the table. They know what they want to learn. They're disciplined and they bring a whole, like, a, like a whole lifetime of perspective and, yes. and like 
knowledge mm-hmm. that they can draw from. They're they're like their mind palace has so much space in it because they've done so much. I don't. I mean, maybe there's some physical stuff that happens. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Ask me when I'm in my sixties, I guess. But no, I don't. I Thirty don't, years from now, I will Sue. You know what? So if you're starting an instrument, I think that there's going to be um, things that our fingers learned to do when we started to play our instrument at a young age that that we can do because we started so young because Mm -hmm. of these like you know the physical nature of playing the instrument but intellectually oh my gosh this the adult students they got it in spades um over the young students no offense to my young students and i think that you certainly can teach your fingers and and your eyes and your brains to coordinate absolutely and i totally agree with you um on the adult learners have some really unique advantages. So I just had a, and forgive me, I don't remember who it was. I was having an email back and forth, was trying to understand a series of chord changes. And I was trying to explain like, okay, well, you don't have to think about this way. You can define every note in a solo as it's part of this, or you could just see like, they're just colors. There's only 12 notes. Yeah. And huh. you can you can justify any of the twelve notes in a million different ways. Hmm. And unless you can resurrect Paul Desmond and say, "Why did you play an E flat there? Was it the uh, leading tone of the secondary dominant?" Or like, and it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's sound. Music is just sound. Or did you just hit an the, E flat? Yeah, there? Yeah, the theory comes <laughs> after the fact. We're le- yeah. we're explaining something, and like talking about music is like dancing about architecture. Yeah, it's not the thing. We're just talking about the thing. Yeah, but people get way hung up on theory, and I'll tell you, the people that get real yeah. hung up on theory. Or the people that teach theory, you got to know this, got to this. They sit, they tend to sell a lot of PDFs if you happen to notice. You'll never understand jazz until you buy my PDF pack, only $60. And then you buy that and they're like, well, of course you can't understand that until you buy my next PDF pack, $85. Um, the theory gatekeepers. So I was trying to answer this question and I think in a stroke of luck, I, I got through and I said, okay, think of it this way. And he said, oh, it's just like, insert life experience yeah. analogy. And I was like, oh yes, yeah. you put it better than I ever could have. Awesome. Uh, don't tell this person that because then they're going to start teaching. And business. <laughs> but that life experience as an adult, he made this amazing like um, reference to painting. And I was like, hmm. oh yes, that's it. Yeah. yeah. You, you get it. What's going on. Yeah. And it was that adult life experience. Yeah. And totally. so I think that's adult it. learners have really unique advantages yeah. in a lot of way. The only disadvantage I've ever found with an adult learner is that, uh, we tend, we, we know what we want to sound like and we know what we want to do. And so if it takes, a, it takes, if we can't do that right away, we get nervous that we're not going to be able to do it. We're too hard on ourselves. Yes. That's the one thing I have learned that adult learners, you got to help them just not be so hard on themselves. Think about when you were learning a language as a little kid, you didn't care that you babbled for two years. Yeah. So that's we say little kids learn languages care. so they learn languages so much yep. easier than adults. I don't agree. It's we as a child, we feel perfectly fine if we babble nonsense for two mm-hmm. years. But as an adult, when you're learning a new language, you're expected to say something intelligent and and deep and meaningful, like in the first year of learning a new language. When you're a little kid, oh, you said you could you want to have something to eat for yeah. lunch. That's so cute. So that's the difference. When I lived in Sweden and I was learning Swedish, those women I worked with were so brilliant because anytime I said any silly little three word phrase in Swedish, they're like, oh, that's so great. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh my gosh, you're speaking Swedish. That's great. And so it made me feel like, like 
valued and smart. And I've said some really like childish thing and they were giving me, and that's what we do to kids. We give them big props for like saying some simple thing. And as adults, you know, I I remember trying to learn um, German when I was living in Vienna. Mm -hmm. And if I couldn't put together a a perfectly formed sentence, I was super self-conscious. And so then I was just like stymied and I just would listen a lot and not say much because I was afraid to say something wrong. That self-consciousness and over-analytical. Shout out to um, one of the um, Academy students, Lucy, who was, you know, some students were being so hard on themselves. So many students will share clips and they're just, they're so tough on themselves. And Lucy was like, well, as adults, we are just over-analytical. Yes. And I could not agree more. And yeah. it's that that self-conscious, which is why when I, a million years ago, when I was a middle school band director, I started my jazz band. I could not, and it was generally eighth graders. And right around the eighth grade, young women's brains develop way faster than the boys. Mm. The boys are still eating paste off the ground. <laughs> and, and the girls, the eighth grade girls, were starting to get a sense of humor, understand irony, sarcasm. Yeah. And they were kind of a pleasure to have in class. <laughs> and it was almost like being in the office, you know, where the camera would look at you. So like one of the eighth grade boys would be doing so stupid. And I would just look over and like the eighth grade girls were just giving the, the look like Jim Halpert in the office. Like, <laughs> oh God. And it was brilliant because, but because they were more self-aware and their brains developed, when it was time to, all right, guys, we're going to learn to improvise, stand up, and take a solo. They were so self-aware and hypercritical, they knew they sounded not good, because you can't at the beginning. You can't at the beginning. And they were so self-conscious and self-aware, but the eighth grade boys were like, I'm great! And they would play the blue scale. Probably not even the right blue (laughs) scale for even if it was working over the key area. And they would like pat themselves on the back, and they'd feel good about it. And I think that's part of the reason... This is my guess. I don't have any data on this, that maybe we have a lot more men playing jazz, at least for me. I know my students, no matter how much I encourage the, the you know, my girl students, like, please, you're doing great. You've got to just, you know. But well, maybe po- we should start that even younger before think, the girls are so self-conscious. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Start them in, like, fifth grade. Yes. <laughs> I think we should. Yeah. Um, and get everyone that, that sense of success. Yeah. But, and also too many teachers. yeah. Yeah, that over-analytical. And the yeah. gatekeepers are telling people, like, well, if you don't know why you're playing that E-flat... You probably shouldn't play that E flat. Buy my PDF packet of 13 ways to play the E flat. <laughs> I'm playing that E flat because I thought it would sound good, right? Wally. And that's the only answer you need. But the the adults are yeah. terrified to do something without knowing the reasons why, and I don't yeah. care the reasons why. Yeah. So that's yes, um, George. You absolutely can and will keep learning. Please. Um, and your life experience, and I've gotten to know George a little bit. A very interesting life. Yeah. will be invaluable experience in learning the saxophone. And ultimately, it's really about playing a good phrase. Oh, and you can't... Wait, I'm sorry. Can you please say that again? And ultimately, it's really about playing a good phrase and making music. And if you can sing a good line, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the whole ball of wax there. And you don't have to play a million miles an hour to do that. You do not. You just have to have some life experience and have something to say. And I think, especially if you use those years listening to music... That seeps deep down in the subconscious mind, and that's more valuable than scale practice. Yeah. Having a base of music. Yeah, Fred Hemke said that all the time. He said, we are not just monkeys moving fingers. We are musicians trying to communicate and say something. Oh, my God, I love that. Yeah. Uh, just for, um, we will have some new listeners from the the YouTube community coming yeah. and joining the podcast. Will you, and we have an entire episode where you talk about Fred Hemke, but yeah. Fred Hemke is... 
critically important to you as a person and as a musician. We tell yeah. a little bit of just our audience, real quick, who Fred Hemke was. Fred Hemke, yeah, American saxophonist, one of, I think, the first American to study with Marcel Mule in Paris, but he was the professor of saxophone at Northwestern University mm-hmm. for many years. <laughs> Long time. You know, passed away a couple of years ago, um, but he was my teacher for my undergrad, master's, and doctoral degrees at Northwestern. Just an absolute mentor and saxophone father to me. So yeah, just I still say so many of the things he said to me when I'm teaching my students, just his right. iconic lines and quotes. But I love that. The word... Say the phrase quite a, one more time because I'm going to get it tattooed. Not on me, but on my <laughs> students. I'm going to tattoo I it mean, on my students. We're really, as musicians, meant to communicate and yeah. say something. We're not just monkeys pushing well, keys much, on, an, yeah. on a... We're not just pushing buttons here. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think we need he to... He said that all the time. Well, I want to get that quote and like put it like on a... Do we have any wood engravers listening? They can't answer me, so I don't know why I'm asking. We'll make the, we'll make the, well, I'll, I want I'll to ask sign. around and get the quote I really the quote, nicely expressed. And I want to put that in our uh, Saxophone Academy podcast yeah. studio, because I think that's so yeah. important. And that's what I want the adult students to remember. There's too many yeah. gatekeepers that are telling you, you have to be able to press the buttons this way and know why. It's yeah. just not true. No. And Freddie Henke lived that. His last yeah. album was oh my gosh, just beautiful songs. Yeah. Now, granted, he was down a finger. <laughs> when he recorded it. But he had a saxophone made to still play with that finger. And he did like this really devilish, um, devilishly dif- difficult concerto by uh, Augusta Reed Thomas with that special saxophone. And he was, all his o- missing finger. He was still all over the horn. Yeah. But okay. So the- in the end, what really mattered to him was playing a great line. And his, his recording Simple Gifts, which Simple we've gifts, talked about gorgeous. like a couple years ago. Um, yeah. yeah. And so he really... I mean, he lived that. Some of my um, some of my classmates from Northwestern wrote to me after that podcast and just told me they just cried the entire podcast just remembering all those wonderful things. So yeah, check out our our, our episode remembering Hemke, and it was yeah. very soon after he passed. So, yeah, and I was really glad that I, mean, I thought like, man, I have Sue Fancher that lives down the street. Come talked yeah. about. I had lots your of mentor. stories. Yeah, yeah, and many more will come up from from oh, both of our mentors. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, speaking of mentors. Inadvertently, you and I are mentors to some people. It's such scary. It's humbling. So to them, I want to say, listen to Sue's advice, because that's really good advice. You can keep learning. And I think, and this is to George as well, you will be learning having more fun and getting to the heart of what music is. And I don't know about you, but I kind of, I'm going to be very careful. You can't say this, so you can just wink. Okay. Uh, I, In many respects, I would rather teach an adult student with some life experience than an 18-year-old with tons of technique because they're more interesting to teach. Wink. No, I'm kidding. Sue didn't wink. <laughs> Sue didn't wink. I love all my students. I but, know. You've teach- but there's something really, really special yes. about adult students and how you can you can, you become friends with them because yes. they're just they're, they're fellow adults. Mm-hmm. And yes. there's a certain distance as a teacher of younger students that you really must have, especially when you're teaching at institutions. Yeah, that's what I love about the, yeah. the podcast and the the amazingly interesting people that yeah. are like like Brian and George that we've answered questions from. They become part of our community, and then it's not us sitting on a pedestal telling them what to do. We learn from them. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll meet someday. Oh, in a cafe. no question. <laughs> no, I mean absolutely. Uh, Paris to reunion. answer another question from Collins, um, st- shout out to student Collins. Yes, we will get together and meet sometime as a collective. Uh, we just need to figure out somewhere really cool so I can make a tax write-off. <laughs> yes. So, um, <laughs> okay. Go practice, everyone. Of course. Um, be kind to yourself. 
<sighs> what takeaway do you want them after this long hiatus? Say something incredibly Oh gosh. Wise. Oh my gosh, Wally, not no, no, to be the put entire on the takeaway <laughs> define the meaning of music and what no, I'm kidding. Just well, just have fun playing the saxophone and making music and yeah, enjoy it. Find music you love and play it. There's no better advice than that. So there you go. Everyone, Yay, have we're a back. wonderful week. We will see you next week. We're going to try to get on a Monday release schedule. I don't know when this one's going to come out because I'm just going to try to pop this up so we can all enjoy it and get back on track. Yay. Uh, email your questions to us, uh, wally at thesaxophoneacademy.com. I will sort out the hate mail so Sue doesn't have to see it. <laughs> oh, or just uh, hit up, oh, better yet, look up Sue Fancher on social media and follow her on Instagram and okay. see cool pictures of rose gold. Okay. <laughs> and we'll see you back next week with more questions, more great products, other big announcements. But until then, go practice. Take care. Have fun. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.